Hello, and welcome to the Catholic Duluth Show. The Catholic Duluth Show is a parish community podcast serving the parishes of Holy Family in St. Lawrence in Duluth, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you're having a great day. My name is Daniel Rota, and I will be your host. And with me, as always, I have Father Ryan Moravitz, who, I'm not going to lie, has a haircut. I do have a haircut. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, Dan. I've got a haircut. I do have a haircut. Folks, here's the thing. As we're recording this, there's three options for you. It went from two options to three options for you to get your hair cut, okay? You, one, can cut it yourself. Bold move. Two, you can find a friend or family member that you trust to cut it. So there's number two option. Number three option at this point, drive across the bridge into Wisconsin and try to find a salon or a barbershop that has an open appointment. So there's your three options. Good luck with that third one, though. Good luck with it. (laughs) Good luck with it. But, folks, those are the options right now. I chose one of those options. And so I did. I got a haircut. I got the beard trimmed up really nice, too. It looks nice. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I, so I. <laughs> I can't wait. I, no. I haven't. I, I don't know how many people watch the, the morning. But I, the noon updates that I've been doing online, literally at 5 to 12, like, emergency call came in. Person's dying. Got to get there. Like, family's like, no, you got to go now. I was like, okay, we'll go now. But I, I'm going to do them at 3 o'clock. I know a couple of people that if I'm live, and they as soon as they see it, I have a feeling I'm going to go, where did you get a haircut? <laughs> <laughs> you got three options, folks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of to the point where like my my hair is longer than I would like it. But I I have absolutely no, like I cut my hair, my own hair anyways. So it's just me being lazy. Like I have no... You know, I have no excuse. So, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, it's my hair's long, but, you know, quarantine. I'm like, oh, I'm just yeah. lazy. It's funny how quarantine's done that. To... Oh, yeah. There's been some laziness going on. I'll tell you what. <laughs> In, like, those little ways where, like, we don't have to care as much about stuff like our hair so we can be, like, lazy about it on some levels because you're not going out as much, right? Yeah. Like, you're not going to restaurants or to the movies or... You know, you're just not going out in public much. You're not going to church, mm-hmm. right? So, like, people can, you know, they're kind of like, well, yeah, kind of get in the mud, like, oh, let it, you know, be a mountain man. Yeah. It's like, I'm done. I'm cutting it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks nice regardless, regardless of how you got it cut. I appreciate it. Looks it. Nice. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you doing, though? You know, I'm overwhelmed. Uh, last four or five days have just felt really overwhelmed. Just lots going on. Yeah. I think um, just mentally and then just normal stuff too. I mean, just mentally and then people, you know, they want to be doing things or they want, and we are working on stuff in terms of both, you know, masses, but also weddings, funerals. Um, we've got some things just business-wise going on at the parishes, and there's just a lot. One Today is one of those days where I'm like, okay, just have to stop. You know, it's always like I, I stop and acknowledge how I'm feeling. I am feeling overwhelmed right now. Um, and it'll be fine. I just got to get some things done so it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Um, so, yeah, it's just like so many phone calls and text messages to get back to. And then email is a whole nother thing because I'm not good with email, you know. So it's like those three lines of communication. When they start yeah. to overwhelm me, I get... Ugh. So, uh, and then I get frustrated because I fall behind on things and I get frustrated with myself. So, like, I'm, that's kind of, like, where I'm at right now. And, you know, a couple curveballs today, which threw me off 
what I was going to do and get done. And so then you feel even more behind just on what you were going to do today. So that's just kind of where I am. I'm okay, but we just got to be like honest about like where we're at sometimes, right? Yeah. Hear me? Yep. I hear you. I usually am. You know, if I'm happy, I'm happy. <laughs> frustrated, <laughs> I'm frustrated. <laughs> And it's all good stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing, you know, it's more being frustrated with myself probably or um, just getting a little frazzled, I think, and trying to keep it all straight in my head too. Yeah. I have those days I have, when I hit the 30 phone calls mark, you know, in a day, and that's those are the days that are like, and we're creeping up <laughs> toward that number and it's it's, it's early afternoon. Um. I think that's when I that's when I start to feel it, and I'm always curious. Like you know, I've said it before. Like, how many phone calls or text threads do people get in a day? And for me, it's like it, so there's times where it, it, when it rains, it pours. So yeah, it seems to be one of those days building up of. Whew. Yeah, there's a there's you know some moments in today where you're like, man, can we go back to two weeks ago? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it went zero to sixty super fast. It did. It did. It kind of like like we got to May eighteenth and we're <laughs> here. We go. Yeah, anchor uh, back up. So. Well, do you want to lead us in an opening prayer? I would love to. Great. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father God, we love you and we 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 thank you for just being with us in the moments of life um, that are joyful and wonderful, and also those. Those moments or days or times where we feel overwhelmed or we feel stressed or uh, we're struggling or maybe we're sad and, and we're hurting. Lord, we just thank you for being with us, Father God. Lord Jesus, you know um, all these things that we experience as people um, because you shared in it. Um, we turn to you and we just ask for your blessing and your grace upon us this week and um, upon all those that are listening and upon Dan and I. I mean, our conversation here, Lord, we pray for your blessings upon our world in the midst of um, such a difficult time and a time that um, many are struggling with. And we just ask for your, your peace to be poured out upon us. Also give us a spirit of prayer, um, a spirit of a desire to, to really move toward you and to praise you in all things. Holy Spirit, we give you full permission to direct and guide our conversation right now. And we finally turn and we, we look to... Mary, our mother, um, and ask that she intercede for us and pray for us in the presence of her Son and God Almighty. We pray this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. You're welcome. Yeah. You know, I was I just um was just somebody with somebody um, just before I got back here uh, was with somebody who was dying and um, in their nineties and. Not not like the COVID related or anything like that. Just, a, mm -hmm. but what's saddest about it is, um, you know, people can't go in and be with her. Yeah, you know, uh, so it's one at a time. So they're letting family members go in one at a time, and each facility it seems to be doing some different things depending. Um, and I totally get it, um, just to keep people safe. I totally get it, but it's like it's sad and it's frustrating. You know, so the, some of the family, luckily, she's on a ground-level floor and uh, has an, out, uh, an outside window. Nice. So while I was doing the last rites, the family was outside the window, able to pray with us. Um, it's just like, it's so, it's uh, it's getting more and more uh, 
I don't know, difficult, sad, yeah, frustrating. You know, I think there's lots of different, and and yet I I totally also get we gotta stay the course here, particularly in certain circumstances such yeah. as nursing homes. But I've been talk I've talked to some older folks too that have been like, this isn't right. Like we are not doing well because we're we need human interaction and we're not getting it and we're not doing well. Like I've talked to some really frustrated people that yeah, just it yeah it's tough. Well, and I mean I could even think of like if you're someone who's you know, on your deathbed, you're like, you know, right now I don't care about contracting a disease. You know, I was just like, I want to see my family before I die. And I mean, I, I mean, there's so many different yeah, I mean, parts to that. But, yeah, because but just like, like if they're I, in a I care center, yeah, you know, a nursing home, that's absolutely. different. Um, but if they're at home too, it's like, oh yeah, let them in the door. Yeah, you know. But but just thinking about like you know if you're in that position, it's like I you know I just want to see these people oh yeah you know and I, I totally get that yeah that would be difficult yep and there's a lot of that's that's one of the, the things i think a lot of people are struggling with right now is, and getting some you know there's lots of human reactions to it you know yeah because even people that are in hospital you know there's people that are in the hospital and they're in the hospital maybe for a, a surgery or something and they're there for let's say two weeks for some kind of treatment right so they're in a hospital for two weeks and they're all by themselves you know, other than, you know, nurses maybe only being able to come and check them once in a while. It's like, that's, that's tough, yeah. you know. Um, so I just know that there's a lot of that, you know, there's a lot of folks that are, are hurting and it's, this is really, really tough. You know, and people have been through some of those tough things or they're going through them. So, yeah. And that's kind of what we're, that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we thought, let's have a conversation about. Where we're at, you know, we're at, we're past the stay at home. We're at, at stay safe, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's the experience been like? Where are you at? Where am I at? Kind of maybe express mm-hmm. some of that because um, I think it's and to be able to hopefully do that in a healthy way. Yeah. If we get unhealthy, you can just edit it. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but it's true. I mean, it's this is there's lots of different mm-hmm. things that people now are starting to think and feel, especially as we go into sort of this next phase yeah so. and i think I'll, I'll i'll maybe set the stage a little bit and um i because i think this is a time at least for for myself i'm kind of noticing um overall and especially on facebook that this is kind of the part that for me you see like in the beginning and kind of during maybe the last like month or two months for the most part everybody was kind of on the same page even if people were like uh like whether they had their own like specific thoughts on it everyone was kind of like okay but we'll like do this and now people are either like i feel like the spectrums are, are widening yeah it's they're it, becoming further apart it's becoming another polemic thing in yeah. our culture that's dividing us even more yeah and and so it's getting it's getting people are and cuz for understandable reasons both sides are you know, are angry at each other about, oh, like, oh, let's, you know, you know, whatever, whatever it is, whether people are angry or happy. Yeah. And, and they're really, you know, so yeah, what I've, I've seen out there too, I mean, via Facebook or just being out, you know, and visiting with different people, there is that, that side that this is all false, fake, a lie, and we should be done with it. We're just going to, 
act like it never even went on, you know? Yeah. Like, that's a way extreme. And then there's, what I would say is another, you know, end of that of, like, we should all be locked down and self-isolated, like, nobody going out for really any reason, you know? Like, so, like, there's that extreme, too, and then there's a lots in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do we cipher through it all? And also how, you know, I keep reiterating, like, we got to be good to each other. we got to be good to each other, good to ourselves. We're all in this together. And I, I hold to that because I have to hold myself there. Um, but man, people are starting to get at each other. Yeah. And that's where this can become so even more divisive in a, really in a culture that tries to divide us anyways. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying this is the reason for this or anything like that. I'm just saying folks, in my opinion, right? So we're sharing some opinions today. Like we stepped into (laughs) this, like, let's have a good conversation. That's a little more maybe personal. Um, in my opinion, yeah, this can become divisive. And we're divisive enough with all sorts of other things, um, from politics to sports to the economy to, you know, where you live in the city or the state. <laughs> what You know? Um, this, what's most saddening for me is that it's becoming more and more divisive. We can't do that. We gotta, we gotta, be okay with wherever anybody's at and be patient with it, I think. So, yeah. I don't know if that's the stage you were setting yeah. in there. That's I mean, the direction I went. I mean, the, 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 that's where we ended up. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, something that you've said a couple times to the staff um, that has been, I think, good for me, and you kind of mentioned it a little bit, but like none of us have gone through this before. Yeah. I think you mentioned this on Sunday at Mass. And that's something like all of us, like we've never gone through this before. Nobody really knows what's going on, and uh, I, I mean, people are just kind of mad and afraid at different things, and um, and you know, I've I, I kind of just uh, the, some things that have kind of popped up in my head over the last like couple weeks is because I know like you know graduations is happening, so a lot of you know high school and college people they're major things in their life happened and uh and not in a way that they expected yeah i know uh i have some friends and um some like a lot a decent amount of people i know who are either getting married or were supposed to get to get married and like that can't can't happen the way that they imagine it to either way that it's happening um kind of what you were mentioning earlier people who having loved ones pass away that's probably not the way they would imagined their you know, death to be or the, yeah. the way that they want their funeral to go. Like there's so many things that are just um, kind of kind of like the, the side effect of everything that's going on, whether uh, is, you know, whether we want it to or not. It's just like this is uh, kind of like a, a, a really hard for a lot of people is the way that they env- envisioned their last, you know, two weeks of their life that's happening right now to go is not going the way that, you know, they want it to go. Yeah. And I think kind of talking about that a little bit, something that I want to talk about, uh, kind of maybe specifically like when we have, you know, our expectations or, um, or even I was even thinking about this, like the way that we want it to go. Like, you know, if you're graduating from college, it's like, this is a really fun time and, you know, exciting time. And it's completely being, you know, 
and I know some people that, you know, if they had jobs, they might not have those jobs anymore. You know, it's just like, it's, it's kind of difficult. So, uh, yeah, you know, I preached on that a little bit this morning. Um, talking about, well, how do we respond if things don't go the way that we want them to? Yeah. Or we expect them to, you know, how do we respond to that disappointment, the letdown, the frustration or the pain of whatever the situation is, you know, how do, how do I respond to that? And I was relating it off of, um, you know, Paul and Silas are in the book of Acts. They're stripped. They're, they're caned, right? They're, they're beaten, you know, so you think of caning. That's basically what it would have probably been, you know, um, and then they're thrown into a dark prison and chained to a post. Things are not going their way, folks, right? Like, they're not going their way. What's their response as they're in this jail with all these wounds, bleeding, in pain, and chained to a post? What's their response? They were praying at midnight. They were praying and singing praises to God. That is a response that is virtuous and Christian and filled with the goodness of a total love for God no matter what. And it goes totally against what a lot of our human natures, myself included, of wanting to either mope or get angry or, or grumble or complain or fight it or whatever. Um, so it's like, well, how do I go about things when they're not going the way that I planned? Um, what's what's the Christian approach to it? It's prayer and praise to God, no matter what. No matter what, you know. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of hit me this morning. And I'm, it, it's crazy how like I'll preach something and then I'll be totally tested in it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Beginning of all this, like somebody was mentioning last night. Uh, you know, if I was preaching, um, you know, stop scrolling. Holy smokes, did I get sucked into that scrolling uh, just shortly after preaching it, you know. Um, so anyways, same thing though, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so like yeah. today, I preached that this morning, and today, like, I'm struggling not to, you know, pray and uh, praise God in the midst of just having a day that I feel overwhelmed in, you know. So like, mm -hmm. how do I respond when things don't go my as planned, especially in the midst of all this, right? Yeah. So you think of like, how are you responding to, yeah, the dynamics of graduations, weddings, funerals, being with loved ones and they're dying. And these are tough things, you know. Some of them are really tough. Mm -hmm. What's your response? Yeah, and I was thinking about this kind of for me and just, just in like a human perspective, like, it's like, man, this is like one of my favorite times of the year. You know, we kind of get out of, uh, get out of winter, and especially here in Minnesota, like our summers are pretty kind of sacred, you know. So it's like, Memorial Day weekend's coming up. It's like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go to my, you know, parents' house, go to the cabin. But it's like, you know, we can't, whenever I go home, I'm like, oh, I love, you know, going to the breweries. And, and here, you know, going to the breweries, you know, going out to your, your, like, favorite places and having, you know, having those things that we've done in the past that we love to do with the people that we love to do it with. And just, like, just things like that. Like, yeah, this isn't, you know, the way I wanted this to go. And, uh, and it's kind of made me to like, think about like, man, I, I'm not very grateful right now. Yeah. <laughs> I've been realizing that. And I think that goes kind of like with the, like what you, how you said prayer and praise, you know, praise is, you know, kind of to the same thing, kind of being grateful. Yeah. Right. 
Yep, absolutely. Um, and so being like, it's like, man, I didn't actually realize how grateful I am for the people in my life or for, you know, the little things of going to go to these places and just like spend time with people and enjoy, you know, enjoy a nice beer and some pizza or, you know, whatever it is, just like those little things. It's like, I'm kind of starting to realize like, man, I'm very ungrateful for that and ungrateful for just the fact that I'm healthy and doing well, (laughs) you know, just like that kind of stuff is some of the stuff I was starting to realize just the last couple of days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you just said healthy and me. I was going to say something else, but when you said I'm healthy, <laughs> I just thought to myself, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how the, you know how you put on the freshman 15 or the freshman uh, 40 or whatever, the freshman, is it freshman 15? Fr- uh, freshman 15. Yeah. Right. Like your freshman year of college. You yeah. know, everybody talks about the freshman 15. Yeah. Right. And priesthood, it's like the, priestly 40 usually in that first year priesthood so i'm working on my covid 19 (laughs) and i have nine pounds to go (laughs) so many people have seen that i've been snacking well that's not just at noon folks (laughs) so when you see me at mass for the first time you'd be like oh yeah he put on he put on he put on his covid 19 (laughs) yeah but he's got a nice haircut yeah but i got a nice haircut (laughs) so um, so yeah, what was I going to say? Um, oh, you know, it, you know what it made me think of when you were talking about like, well, yeah, you know, normally I like this time of year, but I can't do this. I can't do that. Here's what, here's what I thought about. I thought about my dad and I used to, I, I, I tease him about it, but whenever we would go out fishing and hunting as kids, we would usually never kill anything or catch anything. <laughs> like... My dad loved being outdoors, and we loved being out the, in the outdoors, but we just weren't really great at it. And as I got a little <laughs> bit older, I started studying it more and kind of learned how to do it better, you know? Like, we never had deer stands. It was just like, go find a spot and sit in the woods, you know? Like, that's how we do yeah. it. And, well, that that doesn't, that's, you're not going to have a high success rate with that, right? But my dad always used that line that many of us heard, well, it's, but it's just nice to get out, Right? And there's a lot of truth to that. I always tease my dad. That's just what p- people who can't hunt say, you know, <laughs> who aren't good hunters or fishermen. That's what they say. It's just nice to get out. But there's so the reason I think of that is because though it may not go as well or as we hope for, you know, um, it's reality, but we've, we've got to take the beauty and the goodness that is present in this moment. And a lot of times we, we don't do that because we get a little mopey because we had a, maybe an expectation. And when our expectations are let down, it's easiest for it's easy for us to not recognize the, the, the graces of the present moment because we expected them to be something else, but maybe God has something even more beautiful and good in store um, or, or just simple and better than what we were expecting. Um, so it's like, it's being able to say, yeah, but it's to to turn it towards, well, where is their grace, you know? So my dad would, you know, was always, well, it's just good to be together. It's good to be out in nature and, you know, good to be out in the woods. Um, yeah, that's right. I could get fixated on, we haven't got anything, I haven't seen anything. You know, you can get down and mopey and then you don't enjoy the beauty that's right in front of you. And it's certainly something that I've learned. Um, and it's actually helped me in my hunting because I, I sit and I enjoy the moment and it keeps me out there longer. And that's the key to hunting. Um, 
you know, it, it keeps me out there longer and, and waiting and enjoying just everything around me. I'm actually more attentive then and it, you become a better hunter. I think it's the same in life. Um, in many ways, if, if you can live in the graced moment and see the goodness in the moment and not think about what isn't, but embrace and rejoice in what is. I mean, it, it can be rose-colored glasses maybe on some levels, but it's, I don't think it is. I think it's a matter of attitude and perspective that has a lot to do with what we choose. You know, oftentimes. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we do really have a choice in our attitude. We, you know, we can reverse it and start to look at it differently. You know, um, we are not robots. <laughs> mm-hmm. We do have some decisions to make in terms of some of that stuff. So I think in these moments too, like I think that's the same. Like, and there's there's definitely. I mean, I think all of us are, in many ways, probably doing that in some ways of saying, you know, what we are seeing like the the joy of being able to, you know, families for instance, be able to be together. Um, I think some folks that are more alone in this, and there's some of them that are experiencing a deeper prayer life, and are are going towards that rather than just kind of moping that they're alone not moping i don't want to it sounds insensitive i think but they're moving it towards a deeper prayer life yeah you know does that make sense yeah yeah and there's kind of a a, an aspect of maturity to it i think of and uh, also kind of realizing where you're at kind of like we were saying like when like as we started this episode kind of just like you know i'm kind of overwhelmed today and i'm not you know maybe not running on on all cylinders today and kind of like noticing that, but it kind of being able to be like, actually, I'm, I'm really, um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of mad that I can't do this or I can't, um, you know, that I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do this or this wasn't the way that I wanted to go. Um, like you can, you can like realize that and kind of allow yourself to mourn that a little bit maybe no it's you know? exactly like like, it, like like grieving there's that and kind of be like you know what this isn't the way i wanted to go like you know i spent four years working for this degree and you know i couldn't i couldn't walk and with couldn't celebrate it with my family the way i wanted it to or you know whatever that is but then be able to be like but this is just kind of the way it is and i gotta take it and um you know there's some good parts about it and you know and kind of just like taking that with taking it in stride a little a yeah. little bit um and uh and yeah just you know i guess uh there's a uh, a quote that comes to mind with me comes to mind for me uh i think it's a guy named like chris paget is that did you, did, I recognize, did you recognize that name that name uh he he wrote a book i never read it <laughs> but it's called um it's something along the lines of like i'm not okay you're not okay but that's okay yeah i haven't read it either but i have heard of that book <laughs> i think he came and did the like one of the men's talks at uh, the men's conference. Yeah. Um, like I went back when I was in college. But Well, and that's part of like, you know, I'm big on that, as you know. Like I just have to acknowledge this is how I'm feeling and where I'm at. And like that's okay. The question is, is what am I doing with that? That's yeah. what I always say. Like it's true. If I'm not doing well, that's okay. But what you got some choices to make, right? Or I'm really angry. I got some choices to make. I can act viciously in my anger. I can just process and get my anger out of why I'm angry and move move on, you know, or move forward. Uh, and yeah, I think that we've all had, probably at moments had to had to do that. So yeah. Hmm. Well, any um, any any closing kind of wrapping up thoughts? I think whenever you know, there's. 
as we went through the whole stay at home, you know, there was this dynamic of, you know, the 40 days. And there is a truth to when things like this happen in our lives or in the world or in history, change comes. We don't know what change is coming, right? I mean, in the sense of, like, what's the new normal going to be when we get to the other side of this, right? Invite God into the change, and he'll bring it where it needs to go for you. Um, Because that's some of the reality, that there's going to be some change in all of our lives in the midst of this. The example I'll use is my sister Michelle and her family. Um, A year ago, if you would have told my sister Michelle that they were going to move out of Ely, um, she she would you know she was like she would have said no way. She would have said no way. Um, She knew the plan. (laughs) They were going to raise their kids in Ely, where we grew up, and and do very similar things to what mom and dad did. You know, like that was the plan. Um, God started actually working on their hearts back in January. Her and her, her and her husband pray together, uh, they, and they sit in quiet prayer together. Like they just sit and listen to the Lord. They do things like adoration together, and they then they talk about well, the movements of the Spirit in them. I think. But it started to open them up to just being open to God doing something different in their life, and they had no idea what that meant. They're, you know, and Michelle was sharing that. You know, think she'll be okay with me sharing this but you know she shared that she was able to look back in her prayer journal which is really good because she was able to like as they've gotten to where they are now and look back and think like well god's really actually probably been moving us towards being open to something new and she looks back in her prayer journal and realizes oh yeah god definitely was starting to plant these seeds and graces and get us ready for a change in our lives so you know what happened with them is basically because of this it was kind of the the straw that broke the camel's back. The, uh, the company that my brother-in-law works for, they're going out of business or they're, they're closing up shop. So he's, he's lost his job up in Ely. Um, they got three kids and Michelle's pregnant with number four. <laughs> right? Um, lose your job. Like, that's, that's kind of a big deal. Now, my brother-in-law is a talented guy. He's um, educated in his field. Um, got a job offer right away. Actually started yesterday. Um, his new job. Um, uh, so he's going to be working at, well, uh, she put it on Facebook, so I can put it on the podcast. <laughs> Isn't that the rule? I think so. You know, he's going to be working at Ken Washke, um over there in Virginia. Um, he's a tech mechanic for a GM and Chrysler tech mechanic. I think GM and Chrysler um, tech mechanic. So he, he does like a lot of warranty work in their garages and stuff. So he's kind of sought after on some levels because there's not a lot of that. But he's already fully trained. He's already, you know, up to speed. So he got a new job in Virginia, which means now selling the house and moving to Virginia. Now, not a huge deal. It's not like they're moving across the country or he doesn't have a job. But it's just this reality that in the midst of this, this is causing change in their life. And the, the Lord moved them to be able to get this news a couple weeks ago kind of totally unexpectedly. And be able to step into it with trust and an openness that God is just going to do something new now. And to go with that and to surrender to it joyfully and not, you know, they could have got mad. They could have moped. They could have gone, you know. But no, they chose to say, okay, well, we're choosing to let God then work through this. And we're going to trust that and we're going to move into that. So they have. 
And I think that's that's like part of I guess just the closing thought is sometimes when we we things aren't going as planned, we can get angry and act silly and kind of stay in that anger then, and that'll probably lead us to deep sadness. Or when things don't go our way, we can turn to God, offer it up in prayer, and let God know how we're feeling and get that out, and then open ourselves up to say, Lord, but I trust in you, and I, I invite you to lead us then where you you want us to go um, or how you want this to turn out. And um, there's a point of surrender in the spiritual life that impacts our day-to-day life. Um, they always go hand in hand, so... Yeah, good. I like that. I guess that's what I would I would say because I think there's a lot of people being impacted, so it's changing their lives, and in various ways. So, what am I going to do with it? Am I going to turn to the Lord in prayer? I'm still praising and recognizing, like you were saying, ordinary everyday graces. So I can remain thankful, you know. Look at what you do have, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Or I can go negative. Don't go negative, folks. Oof, right. Good. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, We hope you're doing well out there. Hang in there, people. Hang in there. We'll get through this together. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So uh, we will uh, talk to you next week. May God bless you, and may Jesus Christ be praised.